Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Success Reframe, Chapter 8, Part 2. Return on Promotional Investment. Because the majority of hypnotherapists have no marketing strategy beyond, I want more clients, and there are few people out there to show you how to do it differently, here's some of the many tools I see them using. Google AdWords, leaflets, doorstep distribution, clinic open days, directory listings on and offline, search engine optimization, blogging, writing articles for trade magazines, local press coverage, social media, email marketing, speaking. None of these is bad promotional effort. However, without a strategy which includes setting goals, getting clear on your niche, understanding your dream clients and your USP, it can be an expensive affair of hit and miss. All good marketers use metrics. In other words, they measure the effectiveness of what they do, a simple process of looking at the response rate and comparing it with the cost. So you end up with a unit cost and an informed way of working. You, like me, may have spent a fortune signing up for courses and products and services that are designed to improve your results or make you an expert. Mostly, this money will never be recouped, at least not in any way you could directly attribute. You'd think, with an MA in marketing and a whole string of jobs with marketing in the title, including Chief Marketing Officer, that I would have got this nailed quickly and easily. If you've read this far already, you know that wasn't the case. When I was working in an hourly paid clinical practice, I spent approximately 100 to £150 per month on Google AdWords, £100 on a miscellaneous variety of other advertising, £100 a month on networking meetings and another £50 per month travelling to those meetings. I was also spending money on supervision, CPD workshops, online marketing programmes, online hosting, online article distribution, search engine optimization, and recording and production of hypnosis CDs. Each month, I was conservatively spending £500 and more on activities and the infrastructure that was supposed to contribute to me getting more clients. And yet I had no real means of predicting how many clients would walk through my door on any given week. I had no idea of my return on investment. And if the research I've conducted with other hypnotherapists is anything to go by, neither do you. Marketing is an art, not a science. And a technique that works brilliantly in one place can fail spectacularly in another. Without understanding the intention, the mechanics and the full market picture, you are guessing and planning in the dark. Discount pricing strategies. Charging low to attract more clients can be counterproductive. If you're perceived as offering a similar service to everyone else, it is true that pricing low can increase demand for your services. However, 
it may not be by much, and you can be setting yourself up for big problems that end up resulting in failure in the longer term. For example, I have seen people use services like Groupon to promote their services so they can create volume awareness and effectively buy a customer base. They calculate that even though they will make very little out of the business generated directly from the offer, because services like Groupon force such a hard bargain on price, a percentage of that business will come for subsequent sessions that they can charge their normal fees for. However, few of the people who respond to the offer are dream clients. Instead, many are, I'll give it a try, tire kickers you are not massively committed to take action. They want the magic dust that you are expected to sprinkle that enables them to make huge changes in their lives without them doing a single thing that is different. This doesn't work, of course. So not only do they not prove to be clients who come back for extra sessions, they probably balk at the usual fees, something worse happens that you may not be aware of. It has been known for a long time by marketers that people share a bad experience with more people than they share a good experience. They tell the story more times and to more people. You, of course, have given the same quality of service to this group as to any of your full fee-paying clients. However, if they came with unrealistic expectations about your magic, Like thinking that after one session, they would love exercise and salad instead of watching TV and eating pizza. Or coming for a stop smoking session simply to appease a family member and not because they were really ready to. They go away with the sense that hypnotherapy doesn't work. Or worse, your hypnotherapy doesn't work. Because they may know people who have been to other hypnotherapists with great success. Those people, of course, had the right mindset and attitude and were no doubt great clients. The upshot is, this low-income producing, burnout-inducing period of flat-out work can result in damaging your intent to create a rapid stream of referral-led clients by damaging your local reputation. There's also the knock-on effect of other local therapists potentially feeling peeved by your crass promotional activity and quietly chipping away at your reputation with their own clients. We all make our own business choices, but it is high risk and has a sting in the tail that means you need to question whether it's worth it when it comes to selling your valuable one-to-one time. Remember this vital rule, There is just one of you with only so much time available and no extra to give. Goal setting. Before you book on another CPD course, to learn more about marketing, you need a simple and proven marketing plan based on a financial goal. The idea of planning and financial goal setting may strike terror, tedium, panic, avoidance into the hearts of many. I used to be the same way. Here's how my planning and goal setting used to go. I had a number in my head 
of what I wanted to make in a year. And then I'd average out how many clients I would need to see in a week to achieve that, paying little attention to the cost of overheads or what marketers call the cost of customer acquisition. Then I hoped that the phone would ring. In between times, I would tweak my Google AdWords, write blogs and articles related to hypnotherapy problems and spend a lot of time studying ways to get more traffic to my website or coming up with ad hoc great ideas to get more business. That was to some extent of my goal setting. As you can see, planning didn't really come into it and there was little way I could confidently measure the success of anything I was doing. It was guesswork and optimism. It was not a recipe for business success. It seems to me that one of the biggest reasons many don't set financial goals is because they fear not meeting them. So not setting them seems there's no risk of not meeting them. Avoidance and procrastination become the order of the day. The only thing avoidance and procrastination guarantee is failure. If avoiding change is what we seek, then no change is what we get. We all know that doing more of the same thing guarantees the same outcome. Yet how easy it becomes to stick our heads in the sand and avoid looking at ourselves and our own actions in relation to our business. If you are to stand any chance of your practice becoming a business in which you can thrive and in which you can confidently make a great living, you simply must create some financial goals and learn how to meet them. Don't panic. You don't have to draw up a complicated grand plan However, the basic essentials of what you absolutely must know and commit to are the following. Know how much income you want to achieve in a specific time frame. Start with 30 days. Know who your dream client is. Then research where you can find them, online and offline. Know what niche you serve. Create web copy, articles and a signature talk that speaks to that niche. Then start taking some measurable actions that can lead you towards achieving your goal. Measurable actions. One, keep it simple. Do things that can be easily measured and can create quick cash flow results. The first of those is networking and speaking. Two, create a goal each month for how many speaking engagements you plan to have and how many networking events you plan to go to. Three, create a goal for how many people you want to have signed up to your list and how many you want to have an enrollment conversation, initial consultation with. Create a goal for how often you will communicate with your audience by email, newsletters, webinars. Start measuring success rates so you get familiar with how many talks you have to give, emails you have to send, networking events you need to go to in order for a new client to find you and choose to work with you. Once you start measuring, you will have information, which means you can start being more accurate in your goal setting. You can plan how many talks to give, 
events to attend, emails to send, in order to get enough clients to reach the income figure that you choose. How cool is that? You get to choose what you want to earn and you know what you need to do to achieve it. None of it is complicated maths or metrics. It is simple estimating and testing. There isn't room in the confines of this book to cover everything there is to know about online or even offline marketing. But I want you to have a broad understanding of some of the key steps you can take, why you need to take them and how you can get started in a simple way.